Hello, everybody. This is Noah, and welcome to Change Talk, a podcast where I have conversations with people who are thinking about change and are open to talking about it. In this week's episode, we meet Philip, or Alex, as you'll soon find out. Philip is a full time writer and poet from Cork, Ireland. In 2019, he was invited to the Garden Collective in Portugal and was part of the Versify 2019, where he performed poetry at the Fringe Festival in Dublin. In this episode, he opens up to us about his desire to explore the world and travel beyond his four walls in order to fuel personal growth. We also discuss how he can grow, even where he is, right here and right now. We hope you enjoy this episode, and may Philip's change talk in some small way, inspire your own. Please note, this podcast is not therapy and is not meant to be a replacement for therapy. Please seek professional help if needed. Let's jump into it. Okay. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Change Talk. Today, I'm with, well, I haven't had this problem yet. I don't know who I'm with. Well, I know who I'm with. We met a few minutes ago, but I'm with Phil, but a Phil is also Alex, and maybe through him explaining himself, we can learn more about what that means. Who are you? What's your name? Well, I was born as uh, Philip Spillan. But when I was um, younger, I kind of uh, ran into a few little uh, social difficulties. So few, few like online pressures. So I changed my persona online to Alexander Edgar. It was a made up name. And it really lifted a lot of the social pressures because now I was pretending to be someone else online. And it really helped. And from then on, uh, it's just turned into a force of habit. That's it's my online name. And it's the name I... I feel comfortable using online it is a pseudonym so and it's like yeah it's like as you as when i meet people online they have come across me as alex of course but um <laughs> yes um and when i write in my in my writing career i kind of gone under the name phil alexander edgar because you know alex i don't have any like personal connection with it although i do respond to it because i know where it's come from it's, it's weird. I know it's confusing, but um, you can call me Philip. You can call me Alex, whatever's comfortable. <laughs> well, just whatever spills out. Sometimes I'll call you Alex. Sometimes I'll call you Phil. Perfect. But I find that interesting <laughs> just because we're, are, we, are we in this context, do you identify more as Phil or Alex? Because you told me just before we went on that you saw Phil, but you don't often see that on your online presence. Mm. So... Best call are you Phil. a different person? I guess I'm asking you, are you a different, <laughs> is Phil different than Alex? And I'm being, I'm not trying to be like smart with you. I'm really wondering. Same person. Definitely. Same yeah. person. Keep it simple. So, same person. So growing up and then I'll get into sort of like what you're up to now for sure. But just growing up. All right. What was it about yourself as Phil that you wanted to then become Alex? Well, like 
I, I didn't have a very social, um, I, I didn't socialize a lot when I was younger. And when I first got on Facebook and I first started making friends with the people that I was, that were in my um, kind of like hemi- my, my uh, surroundings then, which was uh, in secondary school, my, my, my fellow students. And they seemed to be having a great social life. You know, they only put up all their great times. And back then, you, you know, it was the first time you ever come across social pressure. Mm. And I was wondering, like, what's going on with my life? Nothing is happening. And it, and it really, really took out on my, on my confidence. And it really got me. It really got to me. So I just made up this name. It was, it was actually supposed to be a name for a fictional character. Um, Alexander the Great, Edgar Allan Poe. It's very made up name. It's, you can really pinpoint where I got it from. And um, so I decided just to distance myself from the internet for the first time in my life. I decided just to change the name to this persona, even on Facebook, which we really take Facebook as like a, a root of who and what we are. We put a lot of information who we are on this social page, mm. our schools, where we work, our friends even. And so I, I still practice distancing myself from that. My Facebook page is really a tool for my art. And Alexander Edgar, fake name. I don't put where I go to school. I don't put where I work. I just keep it as my hobby, my art space. And I've been keeping that up. It's evolved into that. And it really makes me more, it actually has helped my, my, my psyche a bit. <laughs> well, it just maybe you don't have to worry about the limits that Phil normally has to worry about. The self-consciousness <laughs> of Phil. You just get to be Alex. And I think you people can have that, that a lot way. on the online, just the anon- anonymity. Is that how they say it? Right? Yeah. And it can be very yeah. positive. There's obviously elements that can be negative. People say things that they wouldn't normally say to somebody in person, but they also say things that they normally wouldn't say in person. And sometimes those are things that they really want to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but, but we always look at it in the bad way. And I, I don't know where I read this somewhere, but you know, sometimes a text message or an email can be a real depth of somebody revealing who they are. Uh, Not always. It can be very superficial, but it can also be, I'm not self-conscious right now. I'm not worried about the fear that may come up when I do this in person. And I guess there's a a double-edged sword as to how a person applies that. It's a different form of communication in the end of the day. And uh, like letter writing in a way. mm, Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and again, that was my workaround to, to, to just relieve some of the social pressure because, again, it, it, we, we, we take the, the social media as, as, a, like an, abstra- as a, like an extra arm of ourselves. And it, that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of work. And so I decided just to relieve a bit of that work by just mm-hmm. changing the name. And I could change it back anytime now because, again, like I don't think, I think I can be okay with Philip Spillane on my social page, my social profile right now, my, my internet profile, better mm-hmm. name for it, my internet profile, but it's become a habit. <laughs> right. But what I'm trying to understand is the social sure. pressure. So some people are more or less engaged in social media. Uh, what kind of pressure yeah. are you talking about that you feel uh, to perform online? Uh, people... It's, it's kind of become infamous that people show the best of themselves or what they're best up to online. And that usually is out with other people, 
you know when when they, we just hang out with a group of friends in the pub or or friends from going back to secondary school going um, after after school you know and and that kind of got to me a lot uh, back then um is it because it, you didn't have those experiences yes at that age at that age, at that age was, you weren't as social and so you just you there wasn't for much for you to share yeah in the, very in the left classic out. social media sense yeah it was uh it was a billboard of what other people were doing and i felt very socially pressured and it really got to me and uh and it was just at the end of a uh, sixth class, the sixth year, sorry, sixth year. And I was going to college and it's, it was just, and it was, those two years were very tough because again, with the college social, so, social escape as well, which is completely different to secondary school. And I just felt really under pressure. Mm. And so I changed the name and I think it was a good, good idea. Although, although the. It took you out of your shell a little bit. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe see it as a different, it's a different platform. It's nothing to do with me. It's just, it's just sure. the way it is. <laughs> sure. So in terms of what you're up to now, how do you spend your time? How do you spend your days? Well, um, and where are you so, yeah. from? Hold on. Give I'm everybody from... a minute to guess. Okay. You got your guess. Okay. Where, where are you from? I'm from uh, Cork. I come Another from Cork. Just... <laughs> yes, I come from just outside Cork City. It's it's a nice place. We it's it's the countryside. You're up mm. a hill, and you think you think you're far away from the city, but when you just come down, you're only a mile from Balarney. Wow. So, how do you spend your time, just outside of Cork? Well, nowadays, what I do is I I try to every weekday I get up at nine o'clock in the morning just to keep myself active and and keep myself working. I clean the house i take the car to a spin i write in a car park that's my that's my go-to place um i'm also upping my reading because i'm hoping to to start a, a master's in creative writing and my right and writing in the car is becoming a new habit of mine uh, it's very strange actually i just drive out to a car car park i write um, inside the car you sit you sit in the car I sit in the car. Wow. I, I can't seem to write at home. I don't know why. Just, I think home just equals relaxation, maybe. And I mm -hmm. used to write in an empty classroom in UCC. And that's not possible anymore. And I respect that. Right. So the car has become the, the, new, the new norm. The car is <laughs> the classroom. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it's very odd, but it gets me, it gets me working. What are you writing about? What What interests you what are you trying to share what's the message of what you're writing about the poetry is the is the is the field i i i delve into the most where, where i got where, where i've made a little bit of a career for myself where i got great opportunities from from um from my home mm. where i met the most amazing people and that's how i met simon and that's how i got to meet yourself noah true simon which is really cool and thank, thank you. Simon's also a poet, right? Yeah, and he's a great writer as well. Um, sorry, I lost completely track. Well, you were telling me just about out. sort of that you do write, and it's you do it kind of like a career, and you and you have a yeah. little world over there where you are. But and then I wanted to ask you what you sort of write about. What what 
what kind of writer do you consider yourself to be? Right now, I've gone back. I, I write my own uh, mythos. If I, I love, um, I'm, right now I'm working on a, like a creation myth of how the world was made in a in a creative way. I I that's what I'm working on right now, just to keep the creativity buzzing towards poetry. I I just try to send my stuff out to publishers, stay involved, stay active. The main reason why I like poetry and writing is because it keeps me involved with the most coolest social circle I've ever been with. Hmm. I mean, fantastic people. And it, it really provides, it's, it's my niche of socializing, which I didn't have to come around again. I didn't have when I was in secondary school because I didn't know my niche back then. But right. I think I found it, which is... It's a place trying, for Phil and Alex. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's where I can be allowed to be creative and allowed to be a bit strange and venture into that. And I met some really cool, open and talented people that are very inspiring. And I keep trying to impress them, but also admire them because I I love the way I'm I'm surrounded by talented people. And I, and I want that to continue because it makes me work harder to, Mm -hmm. to make them, you know, creativity you know that they, uh, they inspire me it's community and, and creativity them. yeah exactly and they're cool people and they, and they become great friends and why do you think what, what what makes you strange why do you you know you identify as strange right in a way like obviously you have more <laughs> than yourself but you said like you can just be yourself kind of strange what's sort of strange about you well um i think i have like a bit of a well, I, I do have autism. I do have Asperger's, and that, that was that was identified in me from from a young age, and it's always been um, something that some psychological definition that that's umbrellaed a lot of my life, especially when I was younger. And um, that whole definition can make me feel strange or a bit out of it. Right. I, I do have not, one of the main definitions with Asperger's is that they have a passionate hobby. Right. That really dominates their life, and I do have those hobbies. But um, I, I I love music. I love collecting strange musicians around the world, and that's I think it's the main weird, quirky uh, <laughs> um, habit that I've I'm, I'm into. But I, I've I've learned, you know, the, the the main the main thing is they don't they don't stop talking about it, and I would end up talking about it loads of times if you, sure. if, if you would let me. But I know, I know it doesn't generate great socializing. So I, I've, learned, I've learned little ways of, of keeping, being social with the things that I'm comfortable being. You are who you are and you like to be around creative people. You like to be creative yourself. You have very strong pleasures that you, that you get out of, out of the poetry and the music. And that sounds great. That sounds awesome. So is this sort of, as you think, you know, moving into your sort of future, if you will, is this, Phil, the, the main way that you want to spend your time in, in the work, your work life? It's definitely evolving into that, especially this year. It's become my by like 100% goal, more so than any, any, any point of my life that if I, I really worked towards, towards trying to do something about it most of the time was like 50-50. I used to work in IT and the IT job was my sustainable job. 
and then I did writing on the side and that's right. how I've been doing that for like four years now and five years and it was working reasonably well but then I ran into some issues with the the, the child part didn't go very well for some reason but um but then but I always wanted to write I, I always wanted to express myself to writing and I was getting a lot out of it as well I was I was getting great opportunities from from people and getting great feedback and also it gave me a social outlet which is most important it gave me an escape to relax and feel comfortable around people and feel like I was making people comfortable which I always feel is important right and um, I finally found an outlet where people were happy to be with someone like me and I was happy to be with them too and sharing that connection and that's why I wanted to continue writing you know it's it's brought me a lot this this creativity this 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 ambition and even though like it's it's what 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 is like the world is a bit sick at the moment and so such a bizarre time like if i pulled this off last year grand like but no unfortunately the world has got a bit sick at the moment so it has made it a, a, extraordinarily a lot harder you know i was planning early on that this would be the year where I try and push 100% for it even right. before the pandemic. But unfortunately, it's, it's really come up as a new constraint. And so I'm just, for some reason, I'm still very ambitious for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so nice that you, the social part, I can imagine it's also probably impacted your self-concept of who you think you are. And oh, obviously, right. And it's so important that you're connected to a community and that you not only that, but that you that you know that people feel good around you, and that you're 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 leaving a, a nice imprint on other people, both through your I, I work like to think so. and through your presence. I like to think so. I like cool. to think so. It's so made, it's made me happy and with with it all and yeah. <laughs> right. So, thanks for sharing about yourself. Um, and as we move from, from sharing about yourself and where you're moving and how you're spending your time and living, we sort of transition and move into the change talk. So yeah. uh, we always do that interview, but you're also here for, for something. You're here to talk about something important to you. So what are you, what are you trying to change? What are you trying to improve? Talk to me about that. So a lot of people, when, since I started socializing, a lot of people said they really began to grow when they become, kind of feel uprooted from where they come from. Some of my friends, you know, moved from, from their hometown to, to another location. For example, one of my greatest friends, she grew up in Germany and she got the opportunity to live in New Zealand for a while. And that was a great uprooting for her. And it really seemed to change her life. And I can name a lot more people that, that have experienced that uprooting. And I, I feel I want to go through that experience in my own way, my own natural way. And I feel I, I need that change. I need to be uprooted. I need, I need to be challenged, taken from where I am and put into somewhere else. And, and you're talking very physically right now. And of course, you know, you're obviously trying to get better every day wherever you are, but you really yeah. are talking about physically going somewhere else, right? Definitely, yeah. Regardless of, you know, there's obviously 
more than just going somewhere, but you, you want to, again, get, get, become a better person to become who you are, et cetera, et cetera. But you want to leave where you are temporarily at least. Yes. I want to, I want to find a new home. I want to, Mm. I want to find a new, a second home, (laughs) find a new place where I can call a home and see what that feels like. Um, And like, uh, even though like, you know, this is a odd time to be in solitude, you know, be, be alone with, 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 with social distancing and all of that. I put it this way. It's a new place to be alone, a new place mm. to be in solitude, which I never experienced before. And I want to experience that. Right. You want, you want to get up and go a little bit and, and just give us, a, give us a sense of your experiences with that. How much have you wandered past the four walls of, of your town, if you will? I've traveled a lot when I was younger, you know, family holidays and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have gone on holidays on my own, but never like tr- traveled majorly. I've never been uprooted. I've always been rooted back to Cork, you know, and I have, I have low, my family goes all the ways back here. A lot of my family come from Bantry. I'm very proud that a lot of my family come from there. I, I pretend it's a second home, but really it's not. <laughs> but I do love going back to Bantry and visiting some relatives there. It's a lovely part of the county. Where is that? It's in the west, on the, on the west coast of Cork. Okay. But it's still, do you can still consider that the four walls of, of your place of... Yeah, I would. I would. Right. Although I wouldn't mind moving there as well. It's just that I want to really, I really want to go to a place I don't know anything about. That's the whole point. You want to go somewhere you've never been. Exactly. exactly. And see what that's like for you new place to be alone that's what I had that's like put it and alone in the positive way a new place sure. to be to learn how to be in my own company which is very very important mm-hmm. and then of course meet new interesting people that that you've the likes of which you've met even in cork or in the areas yeah. of, of cork so that's what you really want to be doing now just in terms of this second home idea what is it about a second home that's so appealing to you I think I need it in order to progress in my life. I think I think I definitely need to grow up and and learn to be uprooted and a, a, a major change. Um I know a lot of people benefited from a second home and I think a, a second place they can call a home, you know, when they got the opportunity to go to another location to study or to to go on an adventure. I think uh, I think I would definitely need, I think uh, that just sounded really cool and possible to pull off for someone like me. And uh, I want to give it a go. <laughs> right. So, so you, I, for sure, you want to give it a go and it would be cool. And you've known that other people have had success in doing yeah. so and learned about themselves and it was able to call somewhere else other than home a home. Yeah. Now, what I'm trying to get at, I guess, a, a little bit here is, what are the real reasons for you of what you want to get out of that? Like, what are you, what are you, what are you trying to, to accomplish within yourself that you feel you can't do if you stay at home? I don't think I can really appreciate how much I've grown up if I don't change home. I I feel like I'm still a child here, even though I do live on my own and I do, I'm fully independent. I, I, I have my own car. I've been driving for a couple of years and I've driven more than I have ever in my life. 
and I've done, uh, and I, 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 I did have a job. I'm very sustainable on my own. I just can't call myself a grown up here. I can't call myself mature enough to, to feel like I'm, I, I can go away, uproot myself and feel that challenge of, of trying to settle down in another location, you know? So you feel like you're still a child in certain ways. You've, you've, you've obviously yeah. grown up, you've making a living, living on your yeah. own, a car, independence, etc. But you still somehow feel like a child in some ways. Some ways, even though it might physically and even mentally be not true. Right. No, physically, physically, it's not well, true. Physically, for sure. Yeah, but down in, I, I, just, I just feel like um, I can really grow up. And in a way I've never experienced if I really make myself uncomfortable for a while even. <laughs> right. So in what ways do you still feel like that child? What, what, is that, what does that feel like for you? I pretend not to be, but I am a person of habit. I do do the same things every single day. Um, I, 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 I still eat like, uh, I, I, I just have these habits. You're going to say something about eating, like, is there a, is there a comfort food (laughs) since you were a child, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something like that? Mine would be a ham and cheese wrap. Ham and cheese wrap. Yeah. All the time. And even in work, every place I've worked or go to college, there's always someone in the cafeteria who learned off that that's my habit food. And they just put it into, into the microwave or whatever, before I come, even, even before I turn up, it's wonderful. It happened in, every place I've worked and every place I went to college. It's because uh, <laughs> they that know habit. my habits. Right. We all need routine and children mm. especially need routine. And, and it's interesting. So you just, it's like your food represents that staying in the same place. It's like, I've had this since I was a child, this ham and cheese sandwich <laughs> or wrap, yeah. and I'm still having it. Any, anything else kind of like that, that you still feel like you're a child about a little bit? That, that would be definitely one. And that's probably not going to change when I do. <laughs> I don't well, know. in your second home, are you going to maybe, you know? Maybe, maybe. Why not? <laughs> um, I'm just, I, I've just always been anchored here to Cork. I always found an excuse to come back, to, right. to, to come back to where I'm even not too far where I grew up. I'm it's very just close. comfortable. And yeah, comfort is ch- there's a childlikeness to comfort, which is beautiful to have. Mm. Having a home is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky in a way. I, I, and I do appreciate that I have a good family, I have a good home, and, mm. I, I, and I never had difficulties with that. And I'm very appreciative of that. But I think I, think I could really benefit from becoming uncomfortable for a while and find a new place as i said like in a in a way find a new place to be alone and i think i do need that so being comfortable is like being that child that safely that safe net that place you've always been and being uncomfortable is growing up for you that's, that's yeah of course this is metaphorical but this is what it represents for you right and and it's something that you want to experience you want to travel beyond the boundaries beyond the little town that you have been your whole life, more or less. That's, that's put it very simply. Thank you. Yes, that's exactly okay. it. Now, but talk to me about home. What do you love about home? What's, 
why is home so meaningful for you? Why has it been so hard for you to make that move, to make a little travel, to go outside of your comfort zone of the four walls of your town? What's so beautiful about home? I think it's down to opportunity. I think I, if, you, if you want me changing in small bit, I think I never got the opportunity to leave home. And now I have, I have the opportunity to go, definitely. But back, back when I was growing up, when I was a younger adult, I was in my early 20s, I don't see myself really jumping from the boat back then, definitely, and trying to do it. But I think, I know I'm not exactly answering your question, but... No, but that makes but, sense. Yeah. But I'm still like, going to want to understand that, yeah. what you love about home, why it's been other than opportunities so of course the opportunities yeah. are changing you're you're growing have, up even in your childlike place yeah um, i have the opportunity i do i couldn't call my i, I long ago I, I didn't have the opportunity but now i do i get that out of the way first i sure. do have the opportunity to really fly out like a like a moth or a butterfly <laughs> right. but like um but um what i do love living here it's the countryside I what do you love about like, it? Tell us about the countryside. I want to maybe we'll do a little visualization of some oh. kinds. What's the countryside? I have very romantic visions of Ireland. The countryside where I'm from, it's it's really beautiful here. I know all the forests. I know all the fields that I can go through here. I love finding a new forest and just kind of crouching down and running through a few trees, which uh, and I love like jumping over gates and everything and, and taking pictures It's one thing I really gained from, from lockdown was take I've been taking away more pictures than I used to and I love the silence at evening the city I find really really noisy I pick up a lot of sounds in the city and I did live in Cork City for uh, for most of 2018 and I found it very loud very loud to, to go to sleep at night it's actually the nighttime that I really value a lot from home. It's how, how still it is at nighttime here. Mm. It becomes very, very still. The only, the only big sound you have is maybe a tractor ramping down the road. And in terms of beyond the landscape and the environment and the nature, there's also family. Yeah, my family live here. I, my mom and dad and my, my sister, they're, they're, they're only blocks away. And, uh, and I, and I, I do enjoy the the pleasure of my mom knocking on the door nearly every every morning to say hello, and uh, mm-hmm. she's always welcome. Um, mm-hmm. It's just that I'm, you know, I still feel like there's a mom umbrella there that I really do need to distance myself from, and she's wonderful, she's a great mom, but still, I I I think I I need to grow up and and learn, you know, I think I think. I think I need to really uproot myself 100%. <laughs> and, and when you say that, of course, you still want to be connected to your family. And you may yes. even decide to live your life of where you live um, and be just as connected, but maybe a little bit older in some sense. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So there's I the think- family comfort. There's the environment that's comfortable. There's maybe the buildings, the places, the people that you know, even the creative space that you're in. There's a comfort to that. Yeah, you can look at it that way. There is a lot to be. I do. I I do write about some of the things I experienced here. Mm. <laughs> do you want to share with us a short something? Oh, a, a poem. Sure. Um. Yeah. 
Yeah, so this is a short one. Uh, do you know the butterfly effect? I know the movie. <laughs> well, and I know the movie, con actually. I understand the, the con I've yeah. heard of the concept, yeah. One of my favorite movies, actually. <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah. This is, um, if you know what the butterfly effect is, do you know what the, the moss effect is? No, I don't. Pleasant, <laughs> pleasant are the times when you try to fish for moths, where a light bulb dangling off a fishing rod, with its power being run straight from your heart as it waves and dangles at the cliff edge away from the storm. And only one comes from the dark. Its winds flap madly like a candle flame, battling to stay alive at the puff of the lips. Admiring its delicate, flawed architecture, but also your power, pride, and self-perspective. Shall you crack it between the point of your finger and the plaster wall? You never hear the consequences as the moth effect is silent. Hmm. What does that mean for you? <laughs> um, there's a lot of like fragile imagery in there. Because the moth, yeah, like, you know, I, I'm trying to get into the, the world of the moth here. Yeah, this, there's a lot of fragile imagery, like I'm, I'm comparing, never, I never del, del, jumped into uh, the, an analysis of this poem now, so don't you feel lucky, alive <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. So like, yeah, we, we talk about it a small bit. So like the, the moth is, is very fragile and I'm comparing it to a candle after the puff of the lips, because a candle can just be blown out and then it's gone. So I'm, I, I'm comparing a moth to a candle at one point. It's just how it, moth can just easily be gotten rid of, just like that. And that's, that's what a moth effect is. It's just, it's just gone. You know, a butterfly effect has a lasting result. Moth effect, it's gone. Like a candle mm. being blown out, it's, it's gone just like that. So it sounds and, like the, uh, the butterfly effect is this sort of amplification of every decision. And the moth effect is that not every decision is this crazy to me not every decision is this crazy multiplicity effect like you know yeah you don't some... you don't need to live with the perception of the butterfly always you can I, when i hear that it's just like you know you can move on and it's sometimes it's just a moth meaning like you made a mis you said something you didn't like to say to somebody or whatever you can you can move forward and like not be perception. not be very passive I don't know if it's passive. It's more just, yeah. you know, you don't want to get stuck in a, I don't like being stuck in infinitely analyzing every decision I make. Fair you know enough. I get you now. Yeah, I do. I do. But, but butterfly effect is very like that. It's just like we, we, we look at the consequences of what as something small can occur. Why a moss, maybe you don't have to worry so much. That's, a, that's how I understand it. But thank you for sharing and thank so, thank yeah, you. so you, you just shared with us a little bit, and that's just a warm-up, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> but thank you for doing that. <laughs> so we, we've, we've sort of moved through the safety and comfort of home and, and how much it, it means to you and how beautiful it is, both with the people and the environment and the nature and, its, and connection to family. And yeah. so there's just a lot of really amazing things that you are blessed to experience there. And at the same time, without throwing that away, you want to temporarily like just fly somewhere else. 
So yeah. in terms of, before we transition into why you want to do that, in terms of what the fear perhaps, or what's come in the way so far, because it's not just, you know, we, we want to do something and we're not doing it because there's all these benefits that we get by not doing it. There's also the avoidance of the pain or the uncomfortability. So for example, yeah. not traveling. Disappointment. You avoid the, what, so tell me, so it's the disappointment. What does that mean? Yeah. Not what I expect. doesn't happen. Oh yeah. And what I expected. Oh, it doesn't happen. Somehow it's taken away from me. And uh, I had that before, before, you know, like, I was meant to go do a bit of traveling at the end of March this year. But unfortunately, uh, this is when the, the lockdown fully took hold of the world, right. especially here in Ireland. And um, that's fine. I'm, 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 not, I'm not sad. There is a small bit of disappointment there. I was, I was meant to have perform in a festival in Portugal. Wow. But but unfortunately, it just didn't, it just that the world got a bit sick and, you know, and it was, it was supposed to be like a, like the mark of a change for me. Like it was supposed to be like my lift off into full creativity. You know, it was a symbol of that, but unfortunately it wasn't that. And I just, I'm very anxious that this, I have the opportunity to do this again. I'm, I'm starting a master's in creative writing in, in Limerick. So I Where's have Limerick? The, Limerick is in it's it's in Munster. It's it's in the same. Oh, you, you, sorry, you you're, you're not from Ireland. No, you're from. And and most people listening aren't either. So we're we're in a new world. Oh. We're in a very <laughs> new world over there. So, yeah. so yeah. So is it is it, it's not where you come. It's another. From. It's another county in 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 Lim, in in Ireland. It's okay. right next to. It's right How? next to Cork. Okay, so that's a little bit of a move. Yeah. So like. I have a place, I have a new home, hopefully the end of September, and it's in Tipperary, which is just above Limerick. So these are all new, different places in, in, in Ireland. These are new places. They're close, but they're new. They're very close. And it's they're an pretty island, far sure. for COVID <laughs> times, right? They're pretty far in the, in the grand scheme, considering people aren't really traveling right now. Things could change very fast. And I'm, I'm just cautious that, you know, like it'd be like it'd be like port i mean i see that's as that, that's portugal all over again right right you know? right you know it's just like the opportunity has been right taken away from me it's a new con as i said earlier it's a new constraint that i that, ev- that we all have to deal with and i'm just very conscious that since i've moved 100 percent to being creative now there's this new constraint that's suddenly been thrown on top of all of us and you know i could have being comfortable. I could have stayed with IT, you know, the 50% working in job and 50% writing. But now for some strange reason, I've gone 100% writing in the time of the most, most unsettling time of my life. And it's mm. really, really, yeah, it's, it's just really scary. Very scary. Scary place. But you, you want to, you've chosen to do this. I still seem to want to pursue it. Right. I so, still seem to be ambitious to, to, to give this a go, to give it a lash. <laughs> right. And so you're here now and you want to travel. So you want to travel in the sense of you, in, in just to explore different sides of yourself that you haven't experienced where you're from? Exactly. What and do you I think you'll ever, find? I would, I, I would be very interested to see how I'll tackle 
loneliness in a brand new location. I'm moving to, I got the opportunity to move to a, a lovely cottage in the middle of Tipperary, lovely countryside, new, completely new place. And I want to see how, how lonely, how loneliness feels there, how much solitude, how can I deal with solitude in a completely new place with not really knowing many people and without what looks like without the opportunity of knowing people. Because, you know, during this lockdown, there is, it is strangely harder to meet up with people. And, well, it's not strangely, but it, it, it's, it's, it's harder to meet up with people and oh, harder to, 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 to organize meeting up with people. And in temporary, it's going to be, it, it will look like it'd be much harder than it would be in Cork. Because I know people in Cork, a lot of my friends are from Cork. So moving to Tipperary and Limerick as well, between Limerick and Tipperary, I'm going to know less people. You're going and a so... lot of different places right now. <laughs> are, are you just going to the cottage for like a, a short time? No, it's, it's going to become my, my residence during my master's in creative writing. Wow. So you're moving to Tipperary. Tipperary's about half an hour away from... Why do I know a song? It's a long, long way to Tipperary, but my heart's right there. What am I singing? <laughs> yeah, it's a famous marching song. That's strangely enough become very... That's become famous from the Russian army, actually. They have, there's a famous recording of the Russian army singing, um, it's a long way to Tipperary. <laughs> you have a better voice than me, but we're... <laughs> But where am I singing it from? Why would I have heard it? That's what I'm trying to understand. It's a very famous folk song from okay. here. Okay. Oh, marching song. So it's like um, Yankee Doodle. <laughs> so, so, and I'm going to call you Alex because why not? Go for so it. So I called you Phil. Now you're Alex. So Alex, you wanted to travel to Portugal. Yeah. Of course, we know that the paradigm. The paradigm is you want to travel. You want to yeah. get away from Cork. You want to grow up. You want to uproot some w- in some way. We have that basic desire. There are yeah. clear limitations right now. So I want to hear two things. The first one, and this is very unchanged talk, like which is if, if it wasn't an issue, if COVID wasn't an issue and you were able to travel outside of Ireland, is that something you want to do still? Yes. Yeah, I would, le- I would love to see, the, see Europe and see... And see Asia, see, see Canada, I would love to. As I said, like I listen to a lot of music from the world. I right. listen to Mongolian music, Turkish, um, Italian. Um, don't, I actually don't know many. Com- oh, I, I have actually come across folk bands from Canada. I have. And it's just like, you know, um, I want to visit the places where these, this music comes from. And right. So it's, it's, it's if, the, if COVID wasn't a factor, I would definitely value and, and pronounce on the opportunity. However, having saying that, I think I do come from a very beautiful country as well. And I think I, I can still gain the same spiritual um, success here in Ireland than I would traveling. It's just what, what opportunities are given to me. You, I can't I can't just jump, I can't just, you know, force myself into the opportunity. I should flow into the opportunity. I should. I you want to flow. Yeah. And the flow right now is that these trips are maybe on your mind in the future, maybe. 
maybe not, yeah. but maybe. And and you are open to that at some point. Right now, you can't. But it doesn't mean, of course, that you can't grow up, whatever that means in your own way. So one exactly. such way. So tell me about some of the ways that you can, quote unquote, travel, leave your nest, get, out, get outside of Cork. So you, you have a plan literally to do that, right? Yeah, I got an opportunity to move to a beautiful part of Ireland, another beautiful part that's completely new to me. And I can learn, um, I can, you know, I am comfortable here, but I, I, can, I can be uncomfortable in a, in a, in a completely different place even though they're both in the countryside you know sure. where i'm moving to is also in the countryside but i don't know it so i don't love know it. to. it's still foreign yeah exactly so and people are different there you know even though ireland's tiny compared to canada every county has a different culture every county has a different even has a different accent right uh so like you know um i would love to yeah just go to a new town learn experience being uprooted <laughs> right and so you're going to be doing that and just even aside from the place you're physically leaving you talked about something for example like eating your ham and cheese sandwich are there some sort of little decisions like that that you can actually do differently where you are and even where you're going like having a different sandwich sometimes that i can't actually see myself even challenging my I'm very comfortable with with that habit. And that's a very odd social challenge for me just to completely change that. Yes, it's possible. It's a very simple thing, but it's it's an, it's been some habit I've been doing for a long time, having a ham and cheese sandwich as well as a wrap. Anything wrap, with ham and right. cheese in it, yeah. But no, wrap, wrap is just, but I had sandwiches as well. The wrap's not there, I have a sandwich. <laughs> but like, it's, 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 it's you're right. It, it is something I've been doing since I've been young. A teenager I, I do remember going to the shop when i was a teenager and asking for the same thin ham and cheese sandwich or wrap and it's and even your run in the shop knew that that was that was something i i'd had um daily <laughs> and are you going to do that when you go to your next place well <laughs> why not well, that because the question is, is it only when you're leaving, right? Yeah. Is it only when you're leaving your town? But are you going to do all the same things that you did before? Mm. That's a good point, even down to the, to, the, to the simple things I take for granted about myself. You know, the, what's, what's my programming? My program for going to shop is having the ham and cheese. Yeah, but maybe like totally challenging my program and just totally change it and like is this is but not totally change it right yeah not totally change it but like maybe sometimes getting a different sandwich <laughs> and seeing what that experience is like see if you survive that experience oh <laughs> uh yeah and but i think i think i think what i'm grasping from your question is like even if I even if I do move for home, will I will I retain the same habits and maybe not gain anything from it? But is that what you're kind of kind hinting of. at with that question? Yeah, it's it's very cleverly asked, <laughs> and um, make, is making me consider maybe um, putting some sauce in there or something like that, or really changing up would would 
really be healthy for me or not I'm not choosing a ham and cheese sandwich and maybe just choosing an apple instead completely change the food source um well well what i'm really getting at is so you have one change you're going to be making you're moving for now yes and you're going to another district Fingers another an, right so you're going there that's one thing and i guess my my question is just if you had to choose one thing that isn't necessarily dependent on the place, it's going to be different for you socially. The actual environment's going to be different. It's not home. It's another place. But then there's also, like, I wonder if there's one thing that you would consider doing even the tiniest bit differently, even while you are still in Cork, that, uh, that is sort of a practicing of growing up, of doing something different. Yeah. that represents you trying to make a small way of, of sort of leaving your own nest while still being rooted there? That's a tough question because there's a lot of things I take for granted here. And it's like something that I'm obviously missing. Something is obvious, but I, I don't see it. The ham and cheese tin could be one. Definitely. Well, let's, let's stick with the ham and cheese. Yeah, yeah. So it's, what it, would it be like for once, let's say on average, how many times a week do you have a ham and cheese sandwich? Be honest. <laughs> once a day. Okay, a once, once a day, day right? Yeah. Do so you have one at least every day, ham and cheese wrap? Health experts are probably going to be shivering in, <laughs> going, so, oh, no. <laughs> right, so, so we're, okay. So once a day, it is, what would yeah. it be like? what would be a reasonable amount to change that just a little bit like once a week or is that way too much to think about having something different when you want to have a ham and cheese is it once a month is it once every two weeks what what, what would it be uh it's a, it's a, it's a, something so simple but it is a it is a metaphorical way it is very significant some it's a it's a comfortable thing you know right um Probably it'd be very strange if I do cut it out for a month. It would be very strange. I don't mean that at all. I mean, okay. I mean, let's say you're having it every day, once a day. Yes. I'm saying, would you want to choose one day a week or one day a month or one day every two weeks where you don't have it? Not, not having it at all. I'm talking about having it six days instead of seven kind of thing or having it 20, eight day 29 days mm. and not 30 do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what would you be open to in that kind of realm just thinking about it <laughs> yeah maybe every second week if that makes sense so like the first week once so once every two weeks Right. Sure. Every second week, choosing one day of that week. Yeah. Okay. To not have a ham and cheese sandwich when you plan to have a ham and cheese sandwich. Oh no. Or a wrap. <laughs> I mean, in a sarcastic way, because it's, it's it's so it's so simple. But um, but everybody's different. It might yeah. not be so simple for you. It means a lot to you, and you're well, still like, having it most of the time, or the overwhelming majority of the time. It's a habit. It's it's a loop habit that that I that I've fallen into. You know, we all, everyone has these habits that we all do comfortably. 
you know some some people um I don't get the the simple one is get the newspaper every morning the these simple habits that's as a customary to them and and this is comfortable and yeah it's just like it'd be very that that would be an, an enjoyable yeah i say so it'd be an enjoyable experiment actually <laughs> perfect that, so you, you got two for the price of one you <laughs> you sort of strengthened you know your resolve to travel while still recognizing how important it is to be where you are and you've strengthened your resolve to actually try something even where you are now, not traveling, to just do something a little bit different. Yeah, because even though I'd be traveling to a different location, I might still take that habit with me. So, like, you know, it'd be, it'd be really cool if some, some part of my basic habit or basic programming, if you want to use another word for it, very cool to even challenge that. Well, it's, it's that travel, you know, want, people want to grow when they travel and people can grow where they are. Yeah, um, and, and I think it is possible. So let's leave it at that and let's see where that takes you. I expect to uh, maybe see a picture of you with another food that we can share <laughs> or you can give me a one minute <laughs> clip. But, but like, do you think oh, you'll yes. do it? Do you think you'll do it? Yeah, I think I can do it. Um, we'll see how it goes. I I I I think I as Simon did warn me that there is a follow up episode and I, I did consider it for the travel thing but not for the sandwich thing. <laughs> well, so. we we only have a perfect record going of people really doing the changes. So you'd only be making a making this podcast be less effective. It's okay if you end up not changing that, we'll forgive you. But it sounds like you want to. I think in a symbolic way, as you put it earlier, it does sound interesting and taking it as that way. You know, if, if, if I do move, but I keep my same comfort foods, have I changed? Well, there's so many different ways, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And you don't even need like, to up change it completely. It's, it's just a little bit. Sounds like a big philosophical thing. <laughs> you can write about it and, and, you, can, and you can share the follow up. <laughs> To, ah. to, the, to, the, to the episode so i i wish you best of luck in that and thank, thank you, you for being open for coming on to talk about yourself and your story and who you are and thank and you where you want to go to make things better for yourself thank you for having me uh it's been been a great chat and thanks for being a great host <laughs> Editing for this podcast is done by the lovely Atara Shields Tile. Music and theme song by Hope and Social in their album Yorkshire Electric EP with the song People Change. <laughs> <laughs>